When it comes to the Feast of the Epiphany, it is one that we are quite familiar with. It's a story that we hear every year right after Christmas. And of course, we have songs that we sing. We three kings of Orient are bearing gifts we traverse afar. We talk about the frankincense and the gold and the myrrh. And so it's a story that we're really able to articulate that we could probably recite from memory. But I think really, too, if we go a little deeper, and that's what we're called to do week in and week out, to go a little deeper in the gospel and to see how the gospel impacts our life. That when we reflect on the word of God, it raises within our own hearts questions that we can think about, questions that we can meditate upon. Today, then, I would like to just reflect upon a few different questions that we can ask ourselves, that we can pray about, that we can reflect on, and so go deeper and to grow in the spiritual life. The first question as we go through the story, as we go piece by piece, is one of the main factors here is that the three wise men, the three magi, they're astrologers, they're able to read the stars in the sky and there's a star that has arisen that is telling them that there's a newborn king and they follow the star, they want to inquire about it. The star... I think that's a very important factor here in the story of the Epiphany, and one that we can reflect upon because this star in the sky is leading them to the Christ child. All of us in our own lives have people who have served as some sort of star, that they have led us to Jesus. And maybe it's a family member, someone who is very much a strong believer, and they were leading us and guiding us to Christ all throughout our life. Or maybe it was a former parish uh, clergyman who worked here in the parish, or maybe a parish employee, maybe one of them. They were a star that were leading you, guiding you to a better and deeper relationship with the Lord. And really, we can look at the opposite of that. Who am I a star for today? Who am I leading closer and deeper into a relationship with God? That's the first question to look at the star, and to realize the stars shining in your own life. The second question we then enter as we move on in the story, we meet Herod. And Herod is very much intimidated by the fact of this news that they bring that a newborn king has been born and he wants to know more. And so we see that Herod's thirst for knowledge isn't genuine It's destructive. It's self-serving. He wants it for his own purposes, and he's going to destroy the child once he finds him. He's very deceptive. And in our own lives, too, we can, unfortunately, be deceptive, that we sometimes can be like Herod, that we've sought to destroy another person for our own advantage. And that's a question. How is it, or who is it, that I was Herod too. How have I been like Herod? Who have I been Herod too? And once we're able to realize that, that's a moment of repentance for us. It's a moment for us to realize that the Christ child comes as our Redeemer and our Savior, that he's going to forgive us of our sins. And because of that, we can seek God's forgiveness for those times that we have sought to destroy others and hopefully then try to do some sort of restitution to build up that person that we sought to destroy. 
Moving on in the gospel then, the wise men, the magi, the, the kings, they go and they search then for the Christ child. And we hear that they enter into the home. They enter into the house and there they find Joseph and Mary and the child. And so they're going into a house. And that's really something we do on the Feast of the Epiphany. There's a tradition of blessing chalk, of inscribing above the door the names of the three wise men with that formula 20 plus C plus M plus 18, Casper, Melchior, Balthazar being their names, that as they enter into the house, they find Christ. And the hope is, is that when anyone comes to our house, when they cross the threshold of our doors, that Christ may be found there, that maybe he'll be found there in the images we have on our walls, but even more, that Christ's presence may be found there because wherever two or three are gathered, there he is present among them. And so the Lord is there with us. And as we live the teachings of the Lord, as we share that gospel love, people will come to know that Christ is in our house. Even more so in the gospel, or when we do that little blessing with the chalk, that tradition, that it's also CMB can be a Latin acronym for the phrase, Christ bless this house. And that's why we bless chalk. That's why we add, we ask God's blessing upon our homes on the Feast of the Epiphany. Lastly, as we look at the story of the Epiphany, as we go a little deeper asking those deep spiritual questions, we can ask a final one. The Magi, they bring frankincense, gold, and myrrh. They bring a gift to the Lord. And what gift do we bring to Jesus today? Hopefully we're able to say, I bring the very gift of my life. I return everything I have back to the Lord as gift because everything I've received in this life has been pure gift. And so we give it back to God, everything that we have. But maybe there's something more. There's another little tangible gift that you want to give to the Lord. I want to give the Lord five minutes of meditation in the morning. I want to give the Lord the gift of coming to know him more in the Gospels by reading them daily. What gift are you bringing to the Lord on Epiphany Sunday? Lots of times, many years ago, people would wait to open the gifts under their tree until Epiphany Sunday or the Epiphany on January 6th, because it was a way for them to celebrate with the Magi, to give, to open their gifts and to give a gift to the Christ child. This weekend's gospel, this very familiar one, if we take it piece by piece, item by item, question by question, can really challenge us to go a little deeper in our spiritual life and come to know the Lord a little more. So that this gospel of the Epiphany isn't just one that we hear every day, every year on the Feast of the Epiphany, but really it can be a gospel that we reflect on every week of the year that we're able to know who Herod has been, that we're able to identify those stars, that we know that Christ is in our house and that people will find him there, that we continue every day to ask, what gift is it that I give to the Lord? The Epiphany really is an opportunity to ask questions and reflect on them because really it begins with a question. That question the three kings asked of Herod, where is the Christ that has been born for us? And we know the answer. He was born in Bethlehem, and now he lives in every tabernacle, in every church throughout the world.